Bonjour, you're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, and I am not alone. She is one of the original cat moms. She's also a wrestler. Please welcome Sarah the Rebel. What up? And apparently she's a gangster too. And this one is... How do you not know this about me? I feel like... <laughs> She's the farmer's daughter, another cat mom too, by the way. Please welcome Emily May. Hey. Hey, hey. And this woman is amazing. She has like so many jobs. I'm just gonna give you a short list. Uh, she's a wife, she's an actress, she's a pro wrestling manager. She's one of the owners of WWA for Pro Wrestling School. Uh, she's also the owner of Boss Babe. Please welcome Ayla Fox. Hey everyone, what's up? Hey, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me again. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah. You, I think you were on this time last year. I, I, yeah. Yes, I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy what a year, like, nobody thought that. It's wild. It's wild. It took a turn of events, but it also did, like, open a lot of different avenues and canals uh, for people, too. So it was. Yeah crazy though. So tell us like yeah how have you like how's the school been surviving like how like you been surviving through this whole uh pandemic era? Um at first oh my goodness it was terrifying because I was right with WrestleCon so that got cut so that was a lot of shows cut and then the state we all had to close gyms and everything for I feel like it was like two weeks it was good in the sense of it gave us time to really slow down, but it definitely was scary at the time because we didn't know when we could open again. So luckily it only lasted two weeks and it, everything worked out fine. And honestly, I think that it probably gave people an awakening like, oh crap, I need to like do what I said I'm going to do because who knows what's going on in the world. Because when we reopened, it was like an influx of people. So thank you, COVID-19. <laughs> Is there, uh, when you started, um, re have you like restructured and kind of looked at your wrestling school in a different way now that things have kind of, cause there's like capacity yeah. changes and things and rules and guidelines and stuff. So have you kind of shifted? Yeah. So at first we were like, oh gosh, what are we going to do? So we had, um, a sign up sheet where eight people could sign up within the block. And then of course you check your temperature and your thermometer. And then basically our governor was like, look, Y'all got to live. So he opened the state back up pretty early. And that's probably why our rates are so high. But we have been sanitizing <laughs> Georgia. Yes. The, our <laughs> governor was like, Sterling, if you die, you die. So we're here. We've Thanks. just been like, you know, wear your mask, wash your hands, check your temperature. It's really just what can you do but that, you know, or clothes. So it's like, obviously, enter at your own risk, just like when you go out to eat, like, did you really need it? You, you know, anything going out is a risk. So. Right. You know, we just try to keep it clean. We've been case free. Um, if somebody even thinks that they've been exposed, they let us know. And we're like, okay, let's close, wait for the results. Okay, boom, and everything, no, no, no cases. And so we're grateful for that and hope that continues. That's pretty great that you guys did it that way because I've had other schools out here that open. They're just like, hey, don't come if you feel sick. But then they still had cases and outbreaks. So. Right, right. Kudos to you guys for, even though it wasn't the rules, doing it. Right. Yeah, I heard about Georgia. I got a few friends out there. Yeah, Georgia and Florida, they are, they're they're quite the interesting states. 
Um, yes, yes. But we had the advent of uh, COVID that happened, but then also, you know, um, Black Lives Matter and a lot of deaths happened and, you know, a lot of, um, you know, protests. Um, what do you think is the state of like wrestlers or per, uh, Black wrestlers in wrestling? I feel that at this point in relation to wrestling, promoters are actively hiring more people of different backgrounds to make it known. I think they're like, you know, hey, we're, you know, we're all good. Let's, let's be a part of the change. And I kind of don't really like scroll too much online to see the negativity in the wrestling. But, you know, everyone could see the the wrestling promotions that didn't post Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. or the owner of the promotion is just like going off, you know, in a kind of a non-supportive way. But I think that people are more actively hiring different people from backgrounds. And this the most misconstrued thing I think from the whole thing is the Black Lives Matter movement being tied in with the looters because, I mean, I went out and protested and I could clearly see that it was two separate groups of people. Mm -hmm. And it was even a point where it was time to march and the group was like, okay, we're gonna go down to Capitol Street, da da da. And then there's another group like, we're going down to Fifth Street, we're gonna set this mobile on fire. And it was like, okay, yeah, you guys are not here protesting. And all the Black Lives Matter movement was, is if someone gets shot and killed by anyone, police officer or anyone, can they please get charged? Right. And let it be settled in the court. And that's it. So I, I hate that that all just got jumbled together. Um, but I think in wrestling, people are that are trying to support the cause um, are making sure to, you know, bring in new talent of all different backgrounds. I was watching one of the WWE shows and they made reference to uh, Kofi, Kofi Kingston when, you know, he had the Jamaican accent. And um, do you think being a, a wrestling school where, you know, you're the owner, you're, you're Black, as far as storytelling and everything is concerned, do you find that, like, what you educate your wrestlers is different from somebody else who doesn't have experience with, you know, all types of minorities? I mean, I would say our wrestling school is very, very diverse. We have people from all over the world and country and different backgrounds, small little towns. And I think that that does give them all the experience of being more diverse and learning about different cultures and stuff. Um, and when it comes in relation to you know, who they're going to be in the ring, that's all up to them. You know, we just make sure they ask themselves, who is that person? Why are they like, like, why are they like the way they are? What drives them to be a wrestler? Why do they do that move? What's behind it? Like, you need to have an answer to all those things on why you're, you are who you are and make sure it just makes sense, you know, but you can do whatever you want. So when you're running uh, your school, are you helping them like these wrestlers that are trying to figure out what their brand is and what their what message they're trying to say do you help them in any way like what what type of classes and things like that do you help them go through so of course um most people when they start they kind of have an idea like i want to be like ruby bad you know badass and you're like okay cool you know that's her whatever that's you so during the training you train, you train, you train. I'm not in any of the like training physically. Train, train, train. And then you have your practice match, you have your practice match. And that's when your, you know, your personality is going to shine in your practice match. And that's where we're going to say, well, why would you do that when you said that your person is, isn't afraid of the dark? Why, when the lights turned off, 
you ran and looked scared. Like, you know, just whatever, you know, just questioning them, why this, why that. And a lot of times, you know, I tell people, you know, getting into the school show, some people, you know, in the past, we always say we don't want any rocks in our garden, you know, people who just like get lost all in the sauce, you know, and they would think like, I'm in the school show, like, I'm the best ever. And it's like, calm down, you know, that's great. And it's amazing. But this is still just another part of training, like you train in the ring. And then you now you're in the show, put applying it to real life scenarios. That's why it's a, a live crowd. So some people might not like you. Some people might not this, but this gives you all the time to maybe you want to change your interest music to something else. Maybe you want to change your name. Maybe you want to change everything about your character before you hit the road. And that gives them time. So we really don't, we, we'll, we'll ask them questions to help guide themselves, but we don't tell them anything they have to be. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Sarah could probably speak to this too, but like those those kind of like recital shows, house shows are kind of are really important to figure out, okay, like mm -hmm. if someone's never performed, I'm going to say performed, but been in front of a big audience, yes. you don't know if they're going to boo and you have a reaction or you don't know how to react to someone. Like all of that is like all works together to right. kind of help. Right. You know, help you react to an audience or not react, like, and figure out what your character right. is. And that's have that first reaction when you go out and nobody yeah. says anything. Silence. <laughs> Silence also. You're like. Um, I just want to say that I love that you called it recital. And now I kind of want to mess with people and call it recital matches anytime it's brought up now. Just to, just to take these little, little wrestlers down a notch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you recital match? That's good. I don't know the school recital. Uh -huh. I saw Sarah's eyes look up. I was like, I know. I, I I couldn't think of the word. That was the one word that came out. So no, I love. I am not picking on you. I am she's here for it. Serious. She's here for it. I love. She's it. like. She's like. You're like, <laughs> I mean, it reminds me like when you have singing lessons and you have like 10 lessons and then you think you're Mariah Carey and you're like, okay, go out right. and like, have a concert, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> you know, it, it's really interesting, like you said, watching people develop their character. I got to see your character in real life when we were both uh, at Empower Wrestling. Empower, yes. Were we, in, were we in Georgia or Alabama? Or we were, were we in both? <laughs> Oh, you can't remember? It was a thin line. It's a thin line. Um, I'm pretty sure we were in, I think we were in Alabama the first night, and I think we were in Georgia the second night, but I think we we're on the line. I'm not sure. Okay, we were we were in the we were somewhere. Somewhere in the States. Uh, and I just I really was curious about um if you have anything to do with helping them with character development because your character is so solid and I loved the way you elevated it was these two young girls uh at in a tag team. And they have a good look, but they're, you know, they're young still. So they're a little boring. That's like one of the biggest things. You're either annoying or boring, I feel like. With right, the first right in the beginning. Right. Uh, yeah. And and just the way you elevated them. So I'm like watching them. I'm like, man, these girls are going to be a big deal. Like, but, and everyone in the crowd really felt it. So I, I was curious if you, if you take a hand at all in, in any kind of helping people with their characters. I think that's where I would come in and some people, cause usually I don't in, say anything, but as a, I tell them first as a fan and as someone who's just literally been here absorbing, absorbing, absorbing um, all this information, you know, if you really would have like really looked upset, like you just did this big move with this person and he just like kicked out and you're so upset, like you're mad, but like, aren't you like really mad? You know, like, but I let everyone just do it, what they do. And then I, I'll say, hey, as a fan, 
blah, blah, blah. And some people don't want to hear what I have to say. You know, they're like, what are you I'm like, Whatever, I don't care. I, you know, I'm just trying to help you out, you know? Right. But um, with the Renegade Twins, honestly, um, I asked around when I was scouting talent and one of my homegirls put me onto them and I, you know, hit them up and we were like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So we, you know, signed some contracts for Ayla's agency and we showed up to Empower. And even between uh, night one was our first time working together. And between night one and night two, I noticed a difference. I always tell people, and I, I've... I think some girls have took it wrong before just at the school. Like, who do we want? Do we want to be a wrestler on TV? Do we want to be an actress on TV? Whatever. Do you want to be on TV? What do those people look like? And it's not like you have to look like this person, but you have to look like the best version of you at the quality of the person on TV. So when you come to the show, you need your makeup on, you know, like I don't wear lashes. My eyelashes are beautiful, but on camera, you can't, they need to be bigger. You know, you have the, Get, you have to have your hair done, whatever way it is, some type of cool style, you know? And so I feel like after an encounter, then I could say, oh, if you did and this, tweak that and ooh, do this. And just a couple little things that I was just to sync us together some more between night one and night two, I noticed a difference. And I told them, I said, well, you guys are, um, those right. ears are open. They are. I, I really mean that. I think they're going to go places because they, yeah. I agreed with you. I saw that too. And I saw they were open to learning. So speaking yeah. of what she, you just said, it's funny. So um, Lacey Ryan, who people have mostly probably know from primetime live, she's someone who doesn't like to wear makeup. Um, mm-hmm. She's naturally very cute face, mm-hmm. but just what you were talking about. When she would do the shows, when she would take the pictures, she just looked like she wasn't even there to wrestle. And, you know, mm-hmm. and she had to learn that and grow and like start putting, sorry, girl, you got to put a little makeup yeah. on, even if it's he. And I think she's finding it. Yep. Yep. I know. Yeah, I didn't wear lashes for like three years. I'm like, I'm not wearing lashes. Then I was like, I have to. Like, if I'm trying to, like, if someone's going to look at me and be like, she could be on that show, she could fit right in. That's what I wanted. Like, yeah, I could just pop her right in, she'd fit in, mm-hmm. you know. No matter what, even if it doesn't matter what you look, look at Sue Young. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Right. She, that's her dead bride. Perfect. Right. So it doesn't matter what look you're going for. Just pick your look and go to the 10. Yeah. Right. I agree. So like you've had quite some success with your school. Um, you have the new NXT North American champion, um, Leon. So who like, is there, I know you touched about uh, upon like what, what you do, but what's the secret sauce? Because he's not the only one. You have quite a few people who've, went on to major promotions. You know, we've done this show for a while and I've spoken to a lot of people, but you know, there's not that many schools where a lot of people are are getting signed. So what's in the secret sauce if you can, you know, let us know. I don't know. I'm just doing the accounting. (laughs) They just train. Fox is just like a wrestling genius. Like he's watched like so much wrestling trained so many years. And I think that the main thing he tries to excel in people is that training never ends. There's not like a stopping point. Like I'm here and I'm done. And that, that little factor kind of determines who's going up and who's staying here is how much do you think, you know, it all your ego, you're humble, you're this, you're that. So I think that's the main thing that the, the people of success and that have gotten it. And honestly, it just feels really good. Just being like a younger, you know, couple um, having the school and, since 2016 and it's 2020 and like ever since 2019 people were gonna sign to wwe and then now aew and they're just like everywhere and honestly like fox is so humble i have to tell them something like do you understand in like five years this ratio of people are on television that you trained at some factor you know and it's just an amazing feeling honestly and just like 
you know, a testament to, you know, his ability. And, you know, sometimes he'll be like, sometimes I believe in them more than they believe in themselves, you know, and then it's just really who ends up believing in themselves that's going to make it. And, you know, the diversity of everyone getting on um, TV and everything is also really cool because, you know, Every, everyone for every good there's a bad you know like oh well this person got signed because of this and this person got signed like oh you can't there's every flavor of the ice cream size shape and ability out there so that's really good to see them be able to shine knowing that all of them you know when they signed up I'm like you know sign this here and um go ahead in the ring the ones that really go far the ones that listen the most and train the most in the ring and then train the most on their own personal time you know in the gym and, you know, working on their promos and everything. And those are the ones that always kept their mind open that made it to places. So it's really cool to see. Now, you guys have been, you and your husband, it appears, because I, you know, when I did a little deep dive on your social media. That's, that's, yeah, that's my favorite thing to do now. I just like do yeah. deep drives because I think social media tells so much yeah. more about something like, you know, just going through, you know, a yeah, Google sure. thing. So it looks like you and your husband have been together for mm-hmm. a minute. So what is, this is like a totally not even a non, this is like a okay. non-wrestling question, but like, what's the secret sauce? You guys look happy. look like you guys work together. You, you look like it's what it's mm-hmm. supposed to be. You know, what's the secret? Uh, I love that you asked this because I was like, we should do a YouTube channel on this. But I think that honestly, when you realize, like, and of course, like some people can already be in a relationship right now, but if you're not, this is really important. When you realize you're at a happy point alone, like, of course, you're going to feel lonely sometimes. Of course, you're going to feel sad sometimes. But like going out to eat alone or doing mini golf alone or whatever alone and like having like a nice content ride, whatever you like to do. And then inserting someone into your life that you're dating. Just try to remember or think like someone can't make you happy. Like you have to make yourself happy. And then the person coming into your life, both lift you up. So I feel like our thing is like, shoot, I'm like, I could be single. He, I could be single too. So it's like, we're choosing to be together. We're not like depending on each other for happiness to then stay together. And then also I think that, you know, everybody has like, someone could be like, I can't date someone who has this, or I want to date someone who has that. But you really have to look at the picture, the whole picture of sometimes people think of the material or like the, this person has to be a, a stockbroker with a clean record or this or that on the hard outside, on the outside shell, but that's not really what's in the core. And it, people need to kind of, it helps them when they focus more on the core and not the shallow things that you'll find a better connection with someone because we're all going to die. So find the one you love. You know? <laughs> that's a way to, that's a way to clip that one, Sarah. That's the one that you yeah, That's getting clipped. We're all, we're all going to die. So find the one you love. Yeah. I totally get that because, because I have to work with my husband as well. Like we're in the wrestling industry as well. So right. I have to work with him like weekly, right. And daily it's always a yeah. conversation. And so how, how is like work life with your husband and like, how do you balance like the personal like husband relationship and, and like work? And that's, and, yeah, and how do you not kill each other? Like That's where I have to, and it took me years to realize like how I'm staying like focused on the core. Cause he is like super OCD, like always on time. Like he wants to have the plan. Like we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're going to do this. And I'm kind of like, I'm going to wake up naturally. And I have a list of things I'm going to do, but at first I'm just going to wake up and then see which one I do first, you know? So we went through years 
as business partners in the beginning, clashing on the sense of, I know what we need to do, but I'm just like, I don't want to be like, boom, boom, bow. And if I'm like, say you're like, have a set plan and we're driving, I'm like, oh, look at that store. Let me go in it. It's like, whoop, that's off track. Oh no, red alarm. You know, so we had to get through that, but I kind of had to just, ex- like I'm saying, accept him for what I would feel an OCD flaw. Cause I'm just like, oh my Lord, you know? Um, but you just have to communicate and also set up times. Like we kind of know Monday through Friday, we're not going to be able to separate work and personal life. Like we're going to talk about both throughout the week, but then like Saturday and Sunday, we like try to not talk about work at all because we've tried to do like, when we're at work, we'll talk about work and when we're at home. We won't, but that's impossible because you have to talk about the next day. We're like, okay. So then like a few, like a year and we're like, okay, look, we obviously, we just are going to talk about work Monday through Friday. And then, but then when we're on the road, constant yeah so i mean sometimes i mean when you're on a long road trip you might have to send different aisles and stuff but you have to remember that i think some people get sad when their partner's like i just want some me time but i feel like when you realize that too like me time is healthy and it's not a diss and i think we understand that i'm gonna clip this and send it to my boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) leave me alone i need to write just connect a little bit is good like you need that time yes definitely totally healthy uh, yeah. So what are you looking forward to with your school in the, in the coming year in 2021? Hopefully it's a better and brighter year for everyone. But what are you looking forward to? Do you have some amazing plans? Yeah, I am. Um, uh, Fox has done some serious like remodeling inside um, of the school. It looks really, really cool now. Real like a real arena. And, you know, Leon Ruff got signed like a couple months ago and then already won the North American Championship. So that's like you know, like the guys at the school were like nationally on rough day. So that show was really fun. And we're just trying to make sure to give the, give everyone an outlet to still have matches. You know, we're just following the COVID, you know, CDC guidelines, like doing the temperature checks and sanitizer and the hand washing and we're sanitizing the ring and everything. And that's been going really well. So we're having live stream matches instead of our live matches so that the students, in fact, hates when I call them students, but it's just literally just easier. I, you know, I love them all. But the members, they get a chance to still have matches to have online because that's what a lot of people during this, um, you know, pandemic is they're missing is the having matches. So uh, tell us, so you started, well, it it looked like you started something back in February, the the agency. Tell us about that. So like, are you scouting, you scouting people for this agency or what what is that all about? So, you know, when I first started managing, I was at Beyond Wrestling and then CZW and then that's when I started managing my husband and so first it was just him and I and then I started you know the members coming on the road and we were like you know we could fly but we're gonna pile up in the van so we could get get this experience in and you guys could see you know setting up the ring get your spot boom 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 so then now we have the skull so now I have more uh, members that I'm managing under my under my leaf and then next thing I'm on I'm not doing shine and I got the AAA so I'm like okay, we got to organize this because I'm doing all these bookings for these different people kind of not in an organized manner. So then I thought, Ayla's agency, that makes sense. And as, you know, AAA, Aja went to WWE and uh, Big Swole went to AEW, it was like, okay, this is the time to, you know, make something official. And I made AAA and um, I had my first match before quarantine on Empower. I scouted some new girls, the Renegade Twins, Charlotte and Robin, we only got to do two shows together before the next show was canceled due to COVID. So um, I really am looking for interested in doing stuff with them. 
I know they've been training. They train at the Nightmare Factory. So I know they're like going hard. And I'm basically kind of just in talks with the Shine, Shine office and Empower office, just thinking of what dates for the clients that I have right now. What, what are your projected dates? When do you think we would have a return? So I could kind of get an idea because I was just scouting new talent on the last Shine and I haven't been able to, you know, really meet them in person because, you know, super spreader with the flights and all. Now, like that you say that it's crazy because last year when we talked to you, we also had Big, Big Swole on around the same time. It's like, it's so like Aja was on the same time. It's so crazy. Like how, like, like before COVID, like yeah. just life has ch- changed even that part. So, you know, it's, it's crazy. Wow. It's yeah. that, that literally. Do you, do you still get to see them at all? Because it seems like you guys are pretty close. So that would be like kind of like, oh, if they've got like conflicting schedules or do you guys still get to like. Yeah, honestly, that was happening a lot. We were having conflicting schedules. Um, So obviously, Aja was um, she's with WWE and I was doing a lot of um, extra work down there on. I would come down on Tuesday, Wednesday and then leave Thursday. But AEW filmed on Tuesday. So Swole would always be flying out Tuesday night when I was coming in Tuesday morning. So it was kind of like, should we go meet for three hours? No, we're tired. Right. You know, so we never really, yeah, like that over 30, you're like weighing your options. Like eh, I can FaceTime you. Right. Thank you. <laughs> right. So, um, so Aja and I, I usually just, you know, stay with Aja and we just eat a bunch of food and we've been doing some photo shoots with Modern Myth. I've been taking Aja out of her shell, telling her, girl, <laughs> you got to step up, step out. And uh, so I've been breaking her out of her shell and doing some photo shoots and stuff. But yeah, we grew to be really good friends um, through AAA. So that's pretty funny. Because she was at WWA4, you know, in 2016. You know, she was on it. She had her payment plan. She always paid on time. But we weren't like that. Right. We didn't work close, you know. So then, but we knew each other, obviously. Then we did AAA. Then we like really got close then. As a manager, I don't know if you saw this. Um, uh, WWE had the Chronicles with Lana. Did you get to see it at all? I did not get to see all of that. Okay, so she, well, have you been seeing her get like yes through the table yes. a bunch of times? So um, I saw the Chronicles and like it made me understand her care, not her character, but who she is mm-hmm. a little bit more. Not necessarily feel you know sorry for her, but I get I get her a little bit more. Yeah. As a manager what would you do as far as like either her storyline or like, what do you think she could do? Cause I saw her before I saw the Chronicles, the last time she got put through a table, I'm like, I literally tweeted like, really y'all again, mm-hmm. like nine times. Like it just seems like a little bit much. And I hate when certain storylines just go beyond, we got what you're trying to do. This, this part's unnecessary. It seems like more of a punishment than you know, as part for the story. Is there any suggestions that you would have as a manager? I mean, if, if you have any, I'm just- Well, Lana, Lana really took me into agency mode at her as a manager with Rusev, her power, her strong words, um, her suits, okay? Um, I saw her recently when I was there as an extra at Raw and I wanted to tell her like, you're amazing, but of course, you know, you know, whatever. Honestly, if, and I'm gonna say this as this perspective of, her being a manager now wrestler and me being her manager. Okay. I would be like, Lana, I think that you're trying to prove that you're a wrestler, like avoid getting thrown into the table. Stop it. When you go to out, you could run the other way, get in the ring and wait and let them get counted out. You know, like you can't always control what's happening to you and every situation she's been to the table. You can't, but you could think of 
how to avoid the situation or ask for have me ask for a stipulation where there can be no tables so that you can have a fair match. Um, and I think that she might be getting a thrill out of it a little bit in the sense of like, see, I'm a badass. I could go through, I go through tables and that's mm-hmm. not always, you know, what's going to get you to, but she got a championship match out of her, you know, but I would tell her to try, I would tell her to try to definitely avoid um, as much as possible. The same situation that continues to happen roughly in the same area. So <laughs> that's what I would try to, that's what I would try to coach her on there. Right. It it does make you look a little dumb as a wrestler if you keep getting caught in the exact same way for the exact right. same thing. And, you know, I've been watching a, uh, a lot of old wrestling lately. And back in the era when they were putting people through tables, almost all of those pe- women who were put through tables ended up getting addicted to painkillers um, and at least having that as a period in their life where they were taking painkillers. So we can't pretend this doesn't do anything to your body as safe as you're being. Like if you go through a table constantly, your body is going to say, okay, got to build something here. Got to build a callus, got to build something to to deal with it. Yeah, that definitely is super dangerous. And I mean, I think she's a great, I think she's literally like an amazing actress, like top notch, 100%. But yeah, that all definitely will catch up because I am married to A.R. Fox and <laughs> he is moving slower. Right, time to go after him. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you cut that one out too, Sarah. <laughs> I would, so there's also like a mental drain. I feel like, so there's there's parts of her chronicle clips have been going around about like the social media aspect of being a wrestler and being in the public eye there's like a lot of mental health problems that are attached to like fans and things like that. So like, how would you help like, you know, any of the wrestlers that are going through your school kind of combat that as they're navigating like all of, all of that stuff. I tell people that you could be a regular person on social media and probably have just a little bit amount of attention that you can Mm -hmm. handle. But if you're choosing to be someone who is in a spotlight form of any sense, you need to, you need to care less. I encourage people to make their social medias only their character so that if someone is being negative, it's just to their character, not to you as a person, but you also really have to care less because who are these people? Everyone who's getting made fun of, like, or something, someone else is making fun of them, you know, and that's not right or anything, but people, I would, I really try, I teach my nieces and my younger sisters and cousins, you have to just not care because who is this person? How do they, who are, especially on social media, you don't know who's behind the camera, who's behind the keyboard. You don't know what they're going through in their life. They're obviously very upset if they're being negative. And I tell them that sense of care less. But also the main thing I tell them, which is what William Regal told us one time in this like, um, you know, seminar was you have to post like you already have the following you want. You have to move and act although you have the following you want. Although it sounds rude, don't answer people in your DMs because you can be answering them now. Look at people's small little things come up and they're like, this person said this, they got a screenshot. Just meet them at the show, at your merch table. Meet them at a meet and greet. Keep that exclusivity to yourself in that sense and also cover yourself in that sense. I think sense that's really well. great advice. I'm a, I'm a very angry person. It's natural. You, as it might be a surprise to anyone but TK. Sarah, what? Uh, <laughs> so it used to be back in the day when I was in video games, I would just throw down in social media world. Like we were fighting. 
I, I brought all the facts and the proof and da 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 da, and we get into these huge fights. Yeah. But the past few, I'd say like seven months at least, it's probably, it kind of coincides with COVID because I've been like, so everything is terrible. And I'm just like, I don't have the energy. So I'm right. ignoring people completely, not, not blocking them, not meeting them, not liking, just completely ignoring them. And I have found it takes the wind right out of their sails. It gives them nothing. If you give them nothing, they have nothing. They have nothing. There's no fuel to the fire. And, and I, it's nothing. really, people have been telling me that for a while. I just hadn't been listening because I'm like, no, I must stand for truth and justice. But like, you're right. Like, if you ignore these people, they feel it. They feel like they are the little people that they are. Uh, like, dang, didn't even know, you know, like, and that right. hurts them. I know it's mean to be like, but they're trying to hurt you. So More, fine, yeah. you get nothing from it. And it has right. improved my mental health. Nothing. I think I feel like we should do like a whole like subject on Lana. It's just it's just so interesting. There's just so many little things. I don't know. Like the chronicles just made me not like I didn't necessarily feel sorry for her, but it's just like she where she grew up and how she grew up and all these little things. Like you can understand why certain things are happening. And then also too, like if you watched her on Total Divas, et cetera, et cetera, like she's just not giving up. Like no matter how many people are telling her, like you can't wrestle, you right. can't, she's not yeah, she can't she can't yeah. Sing. She's like, I, can I mean that's admirable. Well, I'm gonna go and watch the whole thing. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should do that because we should just, come back. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was actually really good. I'm not a fan of the Chronicles because I want to see everything, but this one was just. It was just the right amount because you know, obviously, if you compare Lana to like you know Bailey, it's two totally different things. So when I saw Bailey's Chronicles, I wanted to see mm-hmm. more, but Lana's was just enough to like for me. To like understand, okay, I understand all the aspects. And, I mean, I'm glad yeah, she got you know, that. You know, say love. Definitely surprised. Like even my boyfriend was like, because he has the network, I don't have the network, and he was like, oh, a Chronicle of Lana, and, you know. But like, what? Then once you watch it, you're like, oh, I get why. Yeah. I think I was an extra the night she went through the table the first time. I was an extra that night, and you know, she was jacked up when they got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that hurt. I was like, whoo. Yeah, Look I'm, I'm not. I'm not. After like the the sixth time, I'm like, okay, this is enough. Like, we get it. Like, I understand what's going on there, but you know, you, I, I mean, right. I won't ask anyone else to speak on this, but I think they're trying to get her to quit. Like, literally, to get her to quit and join her husband. So, well, she did. For you guys who didn't watch, and spoiler alert, but yeah. she did when she did talk about that. Like, you know, she's like all of a sudden one day and she could, she couldn't say his name or she didn't say his name. She's like, the person I've been traveling with this whole time is no longer here. And like, she literally burst, she burst out in tears a couple of times, but like, that was just like, oh, like that's another thing. And then you could kind of- Yeah, she burst out in tears. Yeah. That was a very big shock to me. Like out of all- Yeah, but he's doing amazing. His character on AEW, he is, but I'm just like, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they let that. Oh, He's a great They've had a problem uh, with him talent, ever since he got over because they wanted him to get over in a specific way at their specific time, and he didn't follow that. And so he's been kind of punished ever since, like the Rusev Day thing. You know, he talked about that too, how Vince told him, oh, they're making fun of you. Yeah. Like that, that Rusev Day is them booing you in their own way you know what i mean so it's like so when him and lana did i don't know if you guys remember it was like southpaw regional wrestling it was like some funny skit videos that they did that the wwe did i thought that was the funniest thing ever and it actually made me want like rusev and lana to be able to do their own like sketch comedy show because they're so funny like i i hope one day in the future that's like my wish for yeah them. yeah get to do your yeah 
That will be funny, yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Shout out to Lana. You're more than welcome to come on the show to talk about it. Come on the show, Lana. Yeah. I, if Lana I comes, have, please, we all have to be together. Well, I mean, she, <laughs> yeah, she, she really inspired me to, like, really do, and I know, well, I, I don't know, well, maybe there are other shows who do that, but to really do a deep dive on, you know, different wrestlers and, like, how, you know, we, we look at them from different points of view. Because some people, like, I'm really a big storyteller as far as, like, I want to see what the story, like, what the story they're telling. If they get that from me, then it's like, I'm all right, aboard, right, even if they're right. not, like, the best wrestler. But some people are more sticklers on, like, wrestling moves. So I would love to do, like, a breakdown of, like, female wrestlers. They don't have to be part of, like, huge promotions, but just, like, looking at their matches and looking how they're telling the stories and stuff like that. And I think that would be really cool. So, you know, well, don't steal my idea. That's the main way I pick my talent is... It's not about where you are, who you are, but I'm looking for the greatness that maybe not have the light shine on. So what are the, uh, like, so during COVID, I think we all kind of developed different things we wanted to kind of like um, do or try to do or something that we've been talking about doing for a long time. As far as any hobbies and goals, have you developed anything? Well, I've been thinking of different type of things. I mean, at first I was like, whoo, let me take this vacation for a second here. But I got Ayla's agency um, more organized and everything and have like a little tier thing of how it would be financially um, beneficial in the way that I hire clients. I've just been talking to, you know, the, the office of Shine and Empower, seeing when the dates are going to come back and everything. Mainly, you know, as I wait for the dates to come back, I don't know if you've seen that. You guys have seen her on YouTube. I can't even remember. I mean, on Instagram where her name was, but the roller skating girl. I got roller skates in the mail and I'm about to be roller skating Ayla okay. to the music. Just yeah. So that's what I'm working on. Um, wait for the videos. I know sometimes I know like I have Ayla's agency, but I am a jokester. And if you go through my social media, you could see sometimes I do funny stuff. Time out. But Real quick, I got to give you a shout out for that Halloween costume because oh. you little little with the little booty rock that you got. I loved it. Uh, for anybody who Thank you. was uh, married with children, was that what that show was called? Yes. Okay. Yes, married with children. Married yes. with children. You slayed that. That was a hundred percent. Like it was perfect. So kudos. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, all the young people that saw me were like, "What are you?" But all the people who be like, "Oh my God, Peggy!" That was great. Thank you for that. Yeah. So yeah, I want to do that and just see you know new talent at the people at the school. We're just getting better and better. They're still training every day. So, you know, I could pop up with new talent from someone coming straight from school and I could, you know, right now with Christmas and Thanksgiving and everything coming up, you know, the holidays, things usually slow down. I'm going to go ahead and become a roller dancing girl. Oh my gosh. Do you have an outfit? Do you have an outfit picked out that matches? Now, you know, I have outfits. I need to get Yes, yes, yes. I have, yeah, not right here. Not close enough to grab, but... Yeah, I have a bunch of, uh, you know me, I got I got this new jacket that has these silver tassels <laughs> that come down and it like bees in the back. And I'm like, yes. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't even oh, have man. thought to ask that. But Emily, now that you've said it, I'm like, yep, of course, of course. <laughs> I, I, it has to go with the skates. It has to go. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I mean, I remember skating as a kid and I would fall yeah. all, just all the time. So that's what I'm, I'm wondering about because I was a very good skater. I, even ice, I ice skated well. I could roller skate, roller blade well, but I, I'm from San Diego, and then I live in Atlanta now, and I've moved here in like 2007, 
So I don't know if you guys saw them. I don't even know what the movie's called, but like ATL where they're like skating at Cascade and they're like doing all the moves and everyone's like full blown, like choreographed dances on the skate. Bow Wow and T.I. It's literally like that. Like you, like, I'm like, I'm a good skater. I was in there getting like rolled over. I couldn't even skate. (laughs) If you're trying to go to just like, remember if you can skate, but Cascade is not it. You have to be a seasoned veteran. You have to start slow. You have to like go to like where no one's around. I need to go somewhere in the outskirts. Go to a parking lot. Wait, wait, now that you've brought up this movie, first of all, I'm mad I can't remember the name. But second of all, what happened to that girl? She was like. Maybe it was Roll Bounce. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was Roll Bounce. What happened to that girl? She seemed like she was about to take over everywhere. Now she just disappeared. What girl? The light-skinned girl who was the love interest. Wasn't it Lauren London or no? Lauren London? Is that Lauren London? I think so. I don't. No, no, there was another yeah, girl. By Lil Wayne and- there was another girl with the, oh, Lil Wayne. He's ruined many careers with that. Uh- anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I loved the movie Roll Bounce when I was younger, and I went to go roller skate. And uh, I can rollerblade and ice skate, but I cannot, I can't skate the, the, the displacement of my balance. Just, it's yeah, yeah. I'm hoping it all comes back to me. I also enjoy taking in some double dutch. However, it's very difficult to find oh, yeah. people to turn the ropes for you. Yeah, because you have to get, you can't just do it on your own. <laughs> you be like, come on with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm at WWA for like, come on guys, just hold, just hold this rope and you, and they're like, <laughs> and that's a challenge. You're like, I'm your boss. <laughs> you need to hold the ropes. And I'm like, never mind. I know people, you know, of course, everyone has like different, pro- you know, projections of people. And, you know, those there's people that will say, Ashley's such a bitch, you know. But it's like, okay, if people were just throwing trash all over your place, uh, you'd be like, come on, guys, get together too. But um, it was so funny because I was talking to one of my friends. I'm like, you know, it's really not that bad. I've been to wrestling schools where the wrestling, you know, the wrestling wife has like 20 by 20 foot signs, like queen of the school, you know, like, <laughs> like calm down like i just want you guys to clean up after yourself and be responsible please and you know do some double dust <laughs> once in a while <laughs> right let me live my dream so we're gonna hit rapid hot tags women's wrestling rapid hot tag whole new set of questions for you okay okay, okay. A little different. i messed up the first time yes um so here we go uh what is your favorite quarantine snack hot cheetos nice do you prefer working out at home or at the gym the gym with ac cooking at home or ordering out Ordering out. Uh, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? The ambition and drive to work out. What, <laughs> what in your life are you most grateful for? Just my life, just how it played out and you know the successes that I've had and the experiences that I had, so the whole thing altogether. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? The mind. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I got one, you guys. I got one. You. I think I got one. I've been asking this question yeah. for this season, and the majority of people are saying the body, and Sarah and I are on the body side, and Emily's like waiting. She's like, there has I'm to on be mind. one person. Like, because what are you gonna be looking hot and be like? Yes. Where's my glasses? You know. I need to be like, no, I gave you twenty dollars, and I want my sixty-two cents back. <laughs> Yay, you're joining Team Emily. You're on my team. Oh, I'm I here. think it was one other person. We'd, we'd have to go back. So I think yeah, you I have think a team. I think there's one other person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Sarah's going to hit that star of the week real quick. Women's Wrestling Star of the Week. 
Today's star of the week is Nina Monet, also known as Siren the Voodoo Doll on WOW Women of Wrestling. Nina debuted at the SNL of Wrestling Platinum Championship Wrestling in Atlanta in 2012. She went on to train some places you know, WWA4 and in Mexico, appearing in Lucha Libre Femenil, Resistance Pro Wrestling, WSU, Shimmer, and many other shows across the country, including Empower Wrestling, where I last saw her. Be sure to follow her at, and I'm not joking, NegroDamas02, and tell her that Women's Wrestling Talk sent you. Want to learn more about a star of the indie wrestling scene? Shoot us your suggestions for future stars of the week. Booyah, there it is. Broadcast us, Sarah. <laughs> That's one of my ultimate goals right now is also to get on Shimmer. But with everything going on, you know. It's a weird time. I would love to be. I just saw a post that we're supposed to be back to normal in March. That's what they're saying. So yeah, they said they have a vaccine. So <laughs> we'll see. How are you guys gonna get it? Are you gonna get the vaccine the first thing. round? Here's the I thing. I know a lot of people are worried about chips being implanted and all these things. You got a cell phone, you're already being chipped and implanted. You just have it in your hand. So I'm not worried about that. What I am worried about is generally tests take years to find issues. So, you know, like for example, oh, your kid has chicken pox. Make them hang out with other kids because it's better to get chicken pox when you're younger. What they found later is those kids got shingles as adults, right? So it's like, uh, that's what makes me nervous is the fact that we're they're going through it so fast, there could be side effects. Now, I'm not worried about that. And then who are they testing on? And the length of tests and there's just so many. Right, they're obviously been very short tests. So yeah, the, I was watching the news the other day and like, oh, the, uh, there hasn't been any bad side effects, but we're watching everyone for two years. Like, yeah, because they won't probably have the side effects. So I'm going to I'm not doing the, I don't I don't get the iPhone brand new and I won't get the vaccine brand new, but we'll see what happens to the first few. I'm clipping that, too. <laughs> All right. So where can everybody follow you? You could follow me on Instagram at Ayla the Fox and Twitter as well. Ayla the Fox. You'll see my little face in the little circle. And if you follow me within the 24 hours of this airing, I will follow you back. And of course, only if your profile looks real. So that means I will be clicking on your name. Like, ooh, oh my God, they're so funny. <laughs> follow. <laughs> Sarah, where can everybody follow you? You can find me everywhere at Sarah the Rebel. Sarah's an H is God in the Bible intended. Right now, Patreon is really popping off, so you probably want to join the Rebel crew. You can head over for as little as a dollar a month, and you join the close friend circle on my Instagram. And that is the only way I will look at your account. <laughs> and then, Emily, where can everybody follow, uh, find you? You can find me on all social platforms at Emily May Heller, and then catch Primetime Live on Tuesdays on Fight TV. And, oh my gosh, I should have, I totally forgot about this big news but i am so excited we actually have a subscriber um on anchor so shout out to natalie for subscribing um just for a little as little as a coffee a day you can subscribe help us out you know get uh all the audio and all the other little things that we were trying to do um make it work and you know bring on amazing people um so we really really appreciate it if you do that but if you can't do that just spread the word that's also helpful as well um click subscribe on youtube Follow us on all, you know, Anchor, Spotify, all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow us on social media. Our social media is popping. Thanks, Sarah. Um, so you can follow us on um, IG, WW Talk, 
and on Twitter, WWTalkPod. And we also have some other projects coming uh, your way as well. Uh, thank you so much for being on our show. Really, really appreciate it. I kind of feel like we're, we should have you on like yearly and like every year it's just going to be Every year it's going to get better. Like just something <laughs> totally different. Um, but really, because, you know, sometimes no shade to like other folks. So sometimes it's like, oh, well, we talked to them already. There's like, they haven't done anything. And, you know, uh-huh. some people's lives go like that. But it's just kind of like, no, we have a whole shit ton of stuff to talk to you about. So right, right. Yeah. That's always good. So thank you so much for coming on yes. the show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. My name is TK. You can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Till next time, guys. Ciao.